Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lady Agatha and Mr. Hopper enter from Terrace, left upper entrance. Mr. Hopper, I am very, very angry with you. You have taken Agatha out on the terrace, and she is so delicate. Awfully sorry, Duchess. We went out for a moment and then got chatting together. Ah, about dear Australia, I suppose. Yes. Agatha, darling. Beckons her over. Yes, Mama. Aside. Did Mr. Hopper definitely? Yes, Mama. And what answer did you give him, dear child? Yes, Mama. My dear one, you always say the right thing. Mr. Hopper, James, Agatha has told me everything. How cleverly you have both kept your secret. You don't mind my taking Agatha off to Australia then, Duchess? To Australia? Oh, don't mention that dreadful, vulgar place. Well, she said she'd like to come with me. Did you say that, Agatha? Yes, Mama. Agatha, you say the most silly things possible. I think on the whole that Grosvenor Square would be a more healthy place to reside in. There are lots of vulgar people live in Grosvenor Square, but at any rate there are no horrid kangaroos crawling about. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. James, you can take Agatha down. You'll come to lunch, of course, James, at half-past one instead of two. The Duke will wish to say a few words to you, I'm sure. I should like to have a chat with Duke, Duchess. He has not said a single word to me yet. I think you'll find he will have a great deal to say to you tomorrow. Exit Lady Agatha with Mr. Hopper. And now good night, Margaret. I'm afraid it's the old, old story, dear. Love, well, not love at first sight, but love at the end of the season, which is so much more satisfactory. Good night, Duchess. Exit the Duchess of Berwick on Lord Paisley's arm. My dear Margaret, what a handsome woman your husband has been dancing with. I should be quite jealous if I were you. Is she a great friend of yours? No. Really? Good night, dear. Looks at Mr. Dumby and exit. Awful manners young Hopper has. Ah, Hopper is one of nature's gentlemen, the worst type of gentleman I know. Sensible woman, Lady Windermere. Lots of wives would have objected to Mrs. Allen coming. But Lady Windermere has that uncommon thing called common sense. And Windermere knows that nothing looks so like innocence as an indiscretion. Yes, dear Windermere is becoming almost modern. 
Never thought he would. Bows to Lady Windermere and exit. Good night, Lady Windermere. What a fascinating woman Mrs. Erlin is. She is coming to lunch on Thursday. Won't you come too? I expect the bishop and dear Lady Merton. I am afraid I am engaged, Lady Jedburg. So sorry. Come, dear. Excellent Lady Jedburg and Miss Graham. Enter Mrs. Erlin and Lord Windermere. Charming ball it has been. Quite reminds me of old days. Sits on sofa. And I see that there are just as many fools in society as there used to be. So pleased to find that nothing has altered. Except Margaret. She's grown quite pretty. The last time I saw her, twenty years ago, she was a fright in flannel. Positive fright, I assure you. The dear Duchess, and that sweet Lady Agatha, just the type of girl I like. Well, really, Windermere, if I am to be the Duchess's sister-in-law. Sitting left of her. What are you? Exit Mr. Cecil Graham with rest of guests. Lady Windermere watches, with a look of scorn and pain, Mrs. Erlen and her husband. They are unconscious of her presence. Oh, yes. He's to call to-morrow at twelve o'clock. He wanted to propose to-night. In fact, he did. He kept on proposing. Poor Augustus, you know how he repeats himself. Such a bad habit. But I told him I wouldn't give him an answer till to-morrow. Of course, I am going to take him. And I dare say I'll make him an admirable wife, as wives go. And there is a great deal of good in Lord Augustus. Fortunately, it is all on the surface, just where good qualities ought to be. Of course, you must help me in this matter. I am not called on to encourage Lord Augustus, I suppose. Oh, no, I do the encouraging. But you will make me a handsome settlement, Windermere, won't you? Frowning. Is that what you want to talk to me about tonight? Yes. With a gesture of impatience. I will not talk of it here. Laughing. <laughs> then we will talk of it on the terrace. Even business should have a picturesque background. Should it not, Windermere? With a proper background, women can do anything. Won't to-morrow do as well? No. You see, to-morrow I am going to accept him. And I think it would be a good thing if I was able to tell them that I had—well, what shall I say—two thousand pounds a year left to me by a third cousin, or a second husband, or some distant relative of that kind. It would be an additional attraction, wouldn't it? You have a delightful opportunity now of paying me a compliment, Windermere. But you are not very clever at paying compliments. I am afraid Margaret doesn't encourage you in that excellent habit. It's a great mistake on her part. When men give up saying what is charming, they give up thinking what is charming. But, seriously, what do you say to two thousand pounds? Two thousand five hundred pounds, I should think. In modern life, margin is everything. Windermere, don't you think the world an intensely amusing place? I do. Exit on Terrace with Lord Windermere. Music strikes up in ballroom. To stay in this house any longer is impossible. Tonight, a man who loves me offered me his whole life. I refused it. It was foolish of me. I will offer him mine now. I will give him mine. I will go to him. Puts on cloak and goes to the door, then turns back. Sits down at table and writes a letter. Puts it into an envelope. 
and leaves it on table. Arthur has never understood me. When he reads this, he will. He may do as he chooses now with his life. I have done with mine as I think best, as I think right. It is he who has broken the bond of marriage, not I. I only break its bondage. Exit. Parker enters left and crosses towards the ballroom right. Enter Mrs. Erlen. Is Lady Windermere in the ballroom? Her ladyship has just gone out. Gone out? She's not on the terrace? No, madam. Her ladyship has just gone out of the house. Starts and looks at the servant with a puzzled expression on her face. Out of the house? Yes, madam. Her ladyship told me she had left a letter for his lordship on the table. A letter for Lord Windermere? Yes, madam. Thank you. Exit Parker. The music in the ballroom stops. Gone out of her house. A letter addressed to her husband. Goes over to bureau and looks at letter. Takes it up and lays it down again with a shudder of fear. No, no, it would be impossible. Life doesn't repeat its tragedies like that. Why did this horrible fancy come across me? Why do I remember now the one moment of my life I most wish to forget? Does life repeat its tragedies? Tears letter open and reads it, then sinks down into a chair with a gesture of anguish. Oh, how terrible! The same words that twenty years ago I wrote to her father! And how bitterly I have been punished for it! No, my punishment, my real punishment, is to-night, is now. Still seated, right. Enter Lord Windermere, left upper entrance. Have you said good-night to my wife? Come centre. Crushing letter in her hand. Yes. Where is she? She is very tired. She has gone to bed. She said she had a headache. I must go to her. You'll excuse me. Rising hurriedly. Oh, no, it's nothing serious. She's only very tired, that is all. Besides, there are people still in the supper-room. She wants you to make her apologies to them. She said she didn't wish to be disturbed. Drops letter. She asked me to tell you. Picks up letter. You have dropped something. Oh, yes, thank you, that is mine. Puts out her hand to take it. Still looking at letter. But it's my wife's handwriting, isn't it? Takes the letter quickly. Yes, it's an address. Will you ask them to call my carriage, please? Certainly. Goes left and exit. Thanks. <sighs> what can I do? What can I do? I feel a passion awakening within me that I never felt before. What can it mean? The daughter must not be like the mother. That would be terrible. How can I save her? How can I save my child? A moment may ruin a life. Who knows that better than I? Windermere must be got out of the house. That is absolutely necessary. Goes left. But how can I do it? It must be done somehow. Ah! Enter Lord Augustus, right upper entrance, carrying bouquet. Dear lady, I am in such suspense. May I not have an answer to my request? Lord Augustus, listen to me. You are to take Lord Windermere down to your club at once, and keep him there as long as possible. You understand? But you said you wished me to keep early hours. Nervously. Do what I tell you. Do what I tell you. And my reward? Your reward? Your reward? Oh, ask me that tomorrow. 
But don't let Windermere out of your sight to-night. If you do, I will never forgive you. I will never speak to you again. I'll have nothing to do with you. Remember, you are to keep Windermere at your club, and don't let him come back to-night. Exit left. Well, really, I might be her husband already. Positively I might. Follows her in a bewildered manner. Act drop. End of Act Two.